Welcome again to another uh, CheapWineFinder.com podcast. Uh, for a companion podcast of a wine we wrote up on the CheapWineFinder.com website. Uh, who, you know, go figure. And what we're doing today is we're kind of starting the uh, bubbly season early. Last year, there was almost no sales for bubbly because the uh, shipping problems. I mean, we had enough bubbles in the in the country, but once they were gone, that's all there was because you couldn't get stuff in from all over. So there just wasn't any reason to get sales. And this year, there should be tons of sales, but prices start to go up, though I don't think wine prices are going to be crazy because there's going to be sales. So, um, so you might want to tr- start looking at what you're going to do and maybe try to find champagne alternatives for certain parties. You still might want a champagne toast on New Year's Eve at the clock strikes midnight. But what we have today is the uh, Graham Bet Brut Rosé non-vintage uh, bubbly, 66% Pinot Noir, 34% Chardonnay from the West Cape uh, District of South Africa. And uh, you know, they've been making bubbly there for about 50 years. It's not like they're new to the scene. I'm going to have a sip of uh, this rosé. It's a pretty little color. It's um, it's a very pale pink, maybe a little bit of amber. And they say that there's some silver there. And, I, you know, you have to have the right color lights to get these things sometimes. I don't really get the silver, but it is a pretty color. This is a, a bubbly with... Um, Remarkable acidity. I mean, it's a multitasker. I mean, it engages your palate. It allows the flavors to roll on and on and on. And then it sets your um, taste buds up for the next sip. I mean, it, it's doing everything it needs to do. And um, great, like I said, Graham Beck, this is um, Cape Classique, is what they call it. It's not. This was the, I think, the bubbly they used for Nelson Mandela's inauguration way back when. This is legit. This is a legit um, sparkling wine. It's made in the same uh, method of champagne. They don't say how long the second fermentation is, but they do say it's a long time. And like their higher end, they have vintage ones too. This is non-vintage, and their higher end wines are like 40, 50 months. It's it's a long time. The reason you have non-vintage bubbly is they want the house style to be the same year in and year out. They want to, you when you go to buy their, it's like called entry level, but it's really not. This is a, I think it lists for 20, I found it for 17.99. But for the quality you're getting, that's well below a champagne and, a, and you're getting champagne experience with this stuff. You know, that's just, that's just the way it is. I'm gonna take another sip. So non-vintage one, they they actually do their best to make sure that the grapes that they use this year are added to a couple of recent vintages that every year it's the same. You're getting the exact same wine every year. You know what you're getting. And that's how you kind of uh, keep your customers coming back for more. Now, the vintage wines, they'll do whatever. If it was a um, hot year, they're going to have to do it one way. If it's rainy year, they'll do it another way. Vintage wines are always unique and interesting, but... Um, the house style, they put a lot of effort in the house style. It's not bad to have a non-vintage um, quality champagne that they went through 50 years of trial and error to get it the way they want it. So non-vintage is not a bad thing at all. And you see it all the time in regular champagnes and what have you. 
What else am I going to say about this? I'm going to take another sip because it's one of those wines that the city just makes you want to take a little bit more. Yeah, it's just a solid bubbly. I mean, um, you know, with the prices going up higher, you're going to want to try a little few wines here. You can get two of these for the price of maybe a um, Moet or a Dom. You know, and there's always, but there's going to be sales coming up. But this is, um, this is a really nice wine. Another thing is, oh, when you talk, when you hear about champagne, they always tell you about how the under the soil is limestone, and then the, the limestone is why it's different. Well, in the West Cape, it's limestone under the soil, so you're getting the exact same thing. Not exact same thing, but you're getting the same minerality that you would in champagne. So that, that's another thing going plus, you know, it's um, in champagne, a acre of vineyard is a million dollars. I mean, the prices have gone insane in recent years and there's no way they can, you know, why is it cost so much? Why is the, the least expensive champagne $38? Well, because it costs a fortune to make it. I mean, they're just the land and the West Cape a little bit cheaper so they so while even champagne marketing is one of the reasons they're marketing as a elite a product so it's going to be higher than everybody else but this is something that's made well and it has cheaper costs so you can get a quality wine at a much more affordable price and you're not really missing anything not that I'm I'm not I'm not complaining about champagne. The best uh, wine I've ever had ever was a champagne. And so it's, you know, I'm, I love champagne, but I also love quality and bargains. <laughs> so that's it for me, Domaine Dave. Graham Bet, Brut Rosé. Uh, I also like Pinot Noir in my bubbly, and this one's got that too. But I also like Chardonnay in my bubbly. That's it for me, uh, Domaine Dave from CheapWineFinder.com. Like us where you like your podcast. It's you. If it's something you can do, and push a button somewhere, I don't, it's supposed to help somehow. And uh, keep it cheap. I have a, a Halloween wine coming up, and then we'll hit the holidays hard. So adios, keep it cheap, stay safe and healthy, and I'll be talking to everybody. <laughs>